one, two, three, and to the four. What is up, my friends? Today is Friday, March 17th, and this is season two, episode 37, and episode 47 in total of Nothing But a Foot Thing, the show brought to you by three friends in the fuck community, just like yourselves. I am your host, Kevin. However, I am not alone today. Joining me are my two co-hosts, John. What's good, everybody? And Martin. Hey, guys. What's up? Yeah, so brand new promo came today. The Footballers, the Football Fondlers promo along with it. A Luis Diaz card. You can get him done and then use him to complete play-to-style objectives to unlock Mickey Mount at the end of it. So we'll talk about all of that, how to get it done, and a little bit about the Diaz card as well. Along with that, we got an Icon SBC release today for Johan Cruyff. So I know for myself, I got really excited when I saw this one. Um, I know Martin got excited, and um, I saw also we have a guest today who did seem pretty interested in this one as well, who we will get to in a sec. Um, along with that, the Saudi League milestone players came, including an Aldasari card in there at the end, which does look pretty cool if you ask me. Uh, some new upgrade packs throughout the week. You can either stack those ahead of Foot Birthday, or you can just rip them now to get that Cruyff done. There was a 10-coin pack in the store as well, so please, guys, go and check the store. Open up your pack for 10 coins and... Uh, don't tag me when you pack something excellent because I'm just going to be jealous. Uh, Icon Pack Refresh also came as well. So if you guys are grinding throughout the week, that came yesterday. And you guys have the entire week to get that done. But we brought a guest along with us today. So this guy is a legend of the fuck community. And I'd like to give him a chance to tell us where who he is, where we can find him and everything. Um, our friend James Tolando, what is up, my man? Hello. Thank you very much for having me. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. Um, just be, you could actually say I'm a footballer uh, because I play FIFA uh, with my feet. Um, I've done it from a you know a, an early age, uh, just for a love of football really. And then I, I learned very quickly that on the football pitch I wasn't any like Pele or Maradona. Um, <laughs> so therefore I tried to uh, you know use use everything in my abilities. So what I done was I tried to teach myself how to play FIFA uh, with my feet. So I started off from like from a Sega Mega Drive. Now the reason why is I was born uh, with Tar syndrome, so it affects your limbs and it's a, a blood condition. So therefore, I have got either uh, shorter arms or no arms, and it affects my knees as well. So you know you need to in this in this world, you know you need to always think about the positive. So I certainly done that. So I took a negative and made it a positive, and then I just practiced and practiced and practiced. And then I was at a point where none of my friends could beat me. Um, so I started off, I'm sure everyone did at one point upon a time, PES. And then I gradually moved on to FIFA. And I just I just practiced and practiced and practiced. And I, I just got really good at the game. Uh, you know, like for example, last year I got in the elite division. Uh, I also, this year I got in the elite division and also I get 14 wins out of, uh, out of 20 in foot champs, you know, so you could say I play in the front foot and I go toe-to-toe -to -toe against the best, uh, right. so that's really, that's really uh, my uh, my story really and I just, I just try and take a negative and put it into a positive and I, I just try and build a community where we can, you know, just focus on the positives in life. Uh, if you can learn from me with my FIFA, brilliant, and also learn uh, from a mindset, because life's a mind game, you know, Kevin? Oh, yeah, for sure. And I think FIFA, too, is definitely a mind game. I think we sometimes get into these rap yeah. battles and it becomes a mind game. So oh, yeah. I think I think as um, all of us, we're Weekend League Warriors here. I think we can all um, appreciate how incredible it is to be able to take a situation and make the most of it. I think that that is awesome, and I hope that 
um, as people listen to this episode, hopefully they can, you know, take a little of inspiration from that because sometimes this game is fucking frustrating. It's very yeah. stressful. And yeah, and in general, I mean, we like to keep the positive vibes. We love to joke around. I mean, we love joking around, but I think that, yeah, if you, in general, I think um, I, I just basically it's awesome to have you on here, man. I think that um, a lot of people can sure. take inspiration from what you've been able to do, just making the most of what you've been given. So um, we got to ask you, man, where in the world are you from, my man? I, maybe the, the accent gives a little indication. Yeah, yeah. In the UK, uh, from Scotland, uh, Glasgow. And I, of course, I support the Glasgow Celtic. <laughs> nice. Yeah, up the mighty Glasgow Celtic. That was my next question. Who do you support? So let me ask you this, then. Do you have any favorite players on the current team, on the, on the the amongst the current squad? Uh, amongst the current squad, I would probably say Kyogo, uh, Jota, and our captain, uh, McGregor. Uh, yeah, J- Jota is, I mean, he's really good. Uh, McGregor, we've had him on the pod before. Our friend Tyler, Pace of a Tortoise, um, he, he looks like McGregor, according to John. And uh, Kyogo, you know, I'm a Japan fan, so, you know, you, you, you know, I, the fiver is in the post, as they say, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, correct. So do you have a favorite FIFA of all time? Maybe your first one, maybe the one you just played the most, or? Uh, maybe FIFA 17, I think that was the one, I would probably say. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Marco Royce on the cover. And actually, most people that we ask say FIFA 17, and I'm inclined to agree with you. I think that that's a really cool one. Um, do you have a favorite FIFA card? Doesn't have to be from 17, doesn't have to be from this year, or just could be one that you love this year. Um, I would probably say Ronaldinho. I've always, I've always wanted uh, since since I've started foot uh, a Ronaldinho card. Uh, I've never ever been able to afford it. Not once. I've never ever had them in my team whatsoever. And then the last FIFA, you could think it's uh, poetic, poetic, poetic. Sorry, try to get my words out there. Easy for me to say. Uh, but it's Ronaldinho. I actually packed team of the year icon Ronaldinho. And it was just, it was just in shock. I was just totally shocked. I was blown away. I didn't know how to react. Yeah. To be honest with you, I really didn't. It was, it was brilliant. Yeah, I'd, I wouldn't want to react either. I probably wouldn't think it's real if you see that popping up on your screen, right? Yeah, and, and also it was, uh, I don't know if it's a bug or a glitch, but the promo card, it didn't come up. So it was a gold rail. Oh. Oh. That, that was the card, you know? So you'd expect, oh, and it was, uh, I think it, I can't even remember, I think it was an 85 plus attackers pack as well. So Lukaku comes out, 86 rated, you think, right, I've got Lukaku and a bunch of 85s here. You know, and then boom, Ronaldinho's oh, right in front of my eyes. Nice. Uh, it was, it was, it was surreal. Yeah, I think uh, if I managed to pack that card, I think it would be my favorite FIFA card of all time too. I mean, that's, yeah, yeah. What a moment that must be. So, uh, this is one that we asked everyone. So I told you this one beforehand, maybe to give you a second to think about it. But if we saw you in the street, which footballer would we be likely to confuse you for? We'd bump into you and go, "Oh, that is Henrik Larson. Oh. That is." I'll, I'll just probably say McGregor since we're both Scottish. Hmm. <laughs> You're in great company. Let's say wonderful footballer. So we'll give you Callum McGregor. What a guy too. And um, just uh, just so people know where they can find you, uh, James. Where could they find you? What's your at? Like where we can, can we find you on Twitch, yeah, on Twitter, and all. It's a uh, Talando. Uh, so it's the spelling is T O L A N D O seven seven. So it's Talando seven seven. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, I've also got a Twitch. Uh, you can also get me on TikTok as well. Nice. Yeah. Well, well and, and YouTube. If, sorry. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. And then if you guys want to find his at, we'll tag you, of course, um, in the appropriate show post when that does go up. So thank you so much for joining us, man. It truly means the world to have you on. Um, I've heard you actually before on the Foot and Review podcast. So 
it, yeah, it, yeah, I was on that. Yeah, I was I was delighted to be on that pod. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, good friends of ours and really good guys. So um, it's an honor to have you, man. I'm going to hand it over now to John here. So he's going to start taking us through some of the content and everything that came today. And um, John, could you take over, please? Yeah, sure. And we got, I think Martin described it as a filler promo today. And I think that's appropriate. It's didn't up the power curve by any means. But I, in my opinion, I still think there's a lot to engage with. There are some usable players that can fill a lot of squads and fill a lot of chemistry needs. So, um, but before we get into that, we had our foot fantasy team two. Um, I don't know if you guys wanted to go over that. Did we get to try out any? Did we invest any in any? Um, what did we think about the promo as a whole? So uh, let's start with you, James. Um, did you try anybody out for team two? I know you said you made some investments, um, but did you get to try out any of these guys? And what do you think about the foot fantasy promo in general? Um, the foot fantasy promo uh, was good. You know, you're you're not always going to, um, you're not always going to get the full fan base on board with these promos as it is with the FIFA community. Uh, but overall, you know, it was good. Some some people might say it wasn't the best as like last year, but you know, nostalgia it's a it's a huge thing within us that we all we, we don't know what's good until it's away from us, you know. <laughs> and then we liked what was in the in the past. Um, it was it was okay, yeah, definitely. Um, the players that I tried out, um, Upicano. Um, I was mm. fortunate um, to pack him. <laughs> My, uh, so Upicano was uh, was really really good. Um, a good card, good solid, uh, and also will get upgrades as well. Um, Tomo was good. Um, tried him out. He's dribbling everything. Uh, very very nice. And then in terms of investments, um, as you've seen from Team One. Um, as soon as they actually came out of packs, then they they raised. It was very very significant. Um, so I went for Wimmer. Um, I doesn't really look that good um, at all. To be honest with you, eighty six rated. Um, however, he's team play tonight, and I believe he'd probably be guaranteed at least two or three upgrades. So worst case scenario, it will be the price of fodder. So at twenty five k or less, uh, I felt it was a good pickup. Um, so I got quite a lot of him. Nice, yeah, and he's 86, right? And I think they've been doing 86 to 88s with an upgrade. So if they do that, you're you're in the money big time on that one. So that's a good, yeah, great call. Yeah. Um, what about you, Martin? Um, How do you engage with this promo? What do you think about it? Do you get to try anybody out this week? Yeah, I actually did the Mario Gomez SPC. Um, so, yeah, I, I was very happy because... Um, I initially thought when he was leaked, I thought that he was going to be a bit more expensive than what he was. So I was surprised when he came out that he was a little bit over 100K. So I completed him instantly and put him into the team in uh, at striker, obviously, next to player of the month Mbappe. And yeah. I think if you like big strikers, if you're used to playing with big strikers, uh, which I kind of am, um, he's very, very good. Uh, obviously, he's not going to turn like a ballerina, uh, but if, 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 you, if you use him um, according to his strengths, then you can get a lot out, out of the card. And the five-star weak foot is incredible. 
So, yeah, I played last weekend league almost entirely with Gomez. I think I just, um, well, for 15 games maybe, and he had like 30 goals, uh, 45 goal contributions or something stupid like that. And, um, yeah, only only him. Uh, I actually just noticed uh, this afternoon before we recorded that I had packed the uh, De Marcos um, right back uh, card. I, I didn't even notice that I packed him until I was doing the Luis Diaz SPC. So yeah, I, I might give him a go as well to see how he is. And since he's untradeable, I think um, I'm going to be an Athletic de Bilbao fan from now on. Um, just so I can chuck him into the Cruyff SPC maybe. Um, but yeah, great fun. I think, yeah, as, as James said, it's it's very difficult to please everyone uh, in the community. I think that um, I was more excited about the promo before it came out uh, than because I, I thought it was going to bump up the power curve a lot. And I think the execution was not, maybe not uh, that well... Um, uh, thought thought or executed by EA because they didn't take into account that we have an international break right now. So it's going to take a while for these cards to upgrade, which I think is a shame. So, but yeah, all in all, um, it's it's okay. Okay promo and I'm, I'm happy to move on. How about you, Kevin? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think a lot of the problem with this promo is I think... Um... You know, in general, this has been a problem with the last few promos, I think. And to me, it was okay. Like, I actually enjoyed uh, engaging in foot fantasy. But I think a lot of people are expecting the power curve to just be shifted massively. And when we got the World Cup cards that came a few months ago, like maybe like three and a half, maybe four months ago almost now, it feels like. Um, yeah, they just uh, completely, they like obliterated the power curve. The power curve just went up like crazy in a week or so. And since then, there's really been no way for for us to bridge from that point to tots at, you know, I mean, it's good. It's basically almost at tots level. I mean, we're just slightly under it. We basically got cards in November that we'd be getting probably now or maybe a month ago. So it's, um, it's definitely put EA in a weird position. I think that with the world cup promo, the world cup being here at this time, uh, in, in the fall, I mean, in the winter was uh, different and something new for EA. So I, I don't know. So this promo, so this promo for me, it, it was fine. I mean, uh, a lot of these cards will be good in a few weeks. And Martin, you mentioned that uh, we have the international break now. I think maybe I don't know. Maybe that was on purpose by EA. By the time that these cards actually get their upgrades, we're on the doorstep of tots, right? So yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know if that was done intentionally, but either way, that's how it's worked out. So I did get to try a few of the cards. So some of the cards were really fun actually for me. Um, a card that came this week was that Kavarach Skelia, the player of the month. Uh, not necessarily part of the promo, but he was a very fun card. I managed to do pretty well with him in playoffs. I tried that Mario Gomez too, like you. Um, I used him in playoffs. We went 10-0 and in playoffs again for the second week in a row. Uh, nice. least, yeah, I mean, Gomez was awesome in it. So Gomez played a big part in that. I mean, he just he just shoves everybody off of him, right? You're, the winner wild cards, Varans are running up to him and just bouncing off of him, and it's crazy, so... That card was really good. Um, Mitoma, again, was really fun that I used. I used Jata and Skriniar as well. Both good cards. So, um, I don't know. With the power curve not going too crazy, if you guys bought some of these, hopefully they go up. 
Um, I'm not sure what the state of the market is currently, but I assume some of these should rise with no um, cards impacts this week and just with the interest on these being pretty high because they are new and they are pretty cool. I know they're not challenging the power curve in the way a lot of people are asking for, but they are very cool cards and good new options. So I had a really good time with the promo, to be honest. And um, that is, uh, well, we're going to try and keep positive here, right? Because we've been shitting on EA a lot for the past few months because of these promos. Promo after promo coming out and not really challenging things. So um, I had fun with it personally. How about you, John? Did you get any of the cards done from the SBCs and did you try any of them? Yeah, yeah. I definitely got to try out a lot. And I think I'm, I'm in agreement with Martin. The execution of the promo or the timing of it, I guess, was off. I think if they would have put the current promo, this footballer's promo ahead of it, and then put uh, Team 1 and Team 2 and then uh, Foot Fantasy, and then you would have the games right then and there, right? Because we had Diego Yota and Ruben Diaz, who play for Liverpool and Manchester City, respectively. And they don't even play this week because of FA Cup games and all that good stuff. So they're not even going to get a chance to get upgraded until April 1st, I believe that game is. Um, so that's a long wait time uh, to wait for an upgrade. And then after the six games and the upgrade path gets through, we're right into tots. And are these cards going to be up there in the power curve? Yes, uh, during that time. But how you know, how long will they last? I don't know. It's it's yet to be seen. And I guess we'll just kind of have to wait and see with a lot of these cards to see what their final upgrade is. Um, but yeah, I, I uh, enjoyed the promo a lot. I think aside from that, we got some really good cards, some different players. I know a lot of people complain about the, um, you know, the diversity of cards, I guess we get to use in the game. And I felt like we got a lot of different players. However, <laughs> I did not try any of those. Uh, hipster kind of players out. I bought a Ruben Diaz at 900k, and he's almost up to 1.1 million right now. So I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, like James said, these cards have been doing really well out of packs, so I'm happy about that. Um, and he's he's phenomenal. I mean, I, I think the biggest compliment I can make to him is I don't, aside from the speed, I really don't uh, notice too much of a difference between him and my team of the year, Vir Virgil Van Dyke. So he's fantastic. He always wins the ball off your opponent. His positioning is phenomenal. His pace is, it, it's okay. You know, you, you're going to want that upgraded with the upgrades. And I think like JP and Jandy said on the midweek episode, uh, he's got a really good chance because when he starts for Manchester City, and he has been recently after his injury, they keep clean sheets, they win, all of that good stuff. So um, holding on to him for the foreseeable future. Uh, Diego Yoto was really good. I played him at right forward, and I've played him at left attacking mid in a 4-2-3-1 that I've been playing this week, and he's very, very good. Uh, he's got the left stick dribbling you always like with Diego Yota and uh, his five-star weak foot. So um, can't go wrong there. And then um, also did the Marcel Sabitzer SBC. I think I talked about it uh, on Twitter maybe, but he's very good. I, I hope he gets the upgrades because he's a good card, but he could be – a great card with plus two or plus three. Um, but yeah, other than that, I, th I think it was a good promo. So um, now we get into the uh, the footballers, as JP and Kevin are calling the ball fondler promo. Um, it's it's uh, something kind of different, and I like it. It's You have these objectives players that they're releasing via SBC. The first one we got today was Luis Diaz, and they're kind of like the 
foot future stars academy players to a certain extent, but it doesn't seem like the grind is too heavy for these cards as opposed to the future stars cards. So, uh, yeah, like I said, today we got Luis Diaz, and it looks like there's a set of about seven of them you can do. So you, what you'll do is complete the SBC. So today we had Luis Diaz, an 86-rated version of him, come out. You complete the SBC for a measly 83-rated squad, which I thought was fantastic too. And then you go into the Objectives tab, and then you see what you need to do to get his upgraded version. And for Luis Diaz, it looks like you just need to play five games of squad battles, or rivals and score finesse goal with them in each of those games. So uh, semi-pro squad battles, it's uh, time suck, but you know at the end of the day, you're at least going to have a really cool Luis Diaz card, who I think looks really good, um, and, or two pretty good pieces of fodder. And you've uh, the cards you can collect um, in this time period uh, are, of course, Luis Diaz. We have uh, Patrick Bamford, the English striker for Leeds. Looks like he has 99 dribbling on his face card stats, so that could be interesting. Uh, Dejan Kulishevsky, the Swedish winger for Tottenham, a great link to that Isak card who I like so much, and a lot of people do. We have Ox in the Box, Mr. Oxlod Chamberlain, has an 86-rated card. A little disappointed about that, but at least he's not going to be a 500K SBC like we're normally used to. We have Jackie Growlash, Jack Grealish, gets himself a 90-rated cam card. Looks pretty tasty if they give him a skill, skill move or weak foot upgrade. That looks pretty good. Um, you've got the English winger now playing for Chelsea, formerly of PSV, uh, Maduke, I believe is how you say his name. I could be wrong there. Sorry, Mr. Maduke, if I had butchered your name. But And then um, also, I think, uh, since we don't get a lot of special goalkeepers, Ederson, the Brazilian keeper for Manchester City, I think that's another cool one to get a special goalkeeper. We don't get a lot of those throughout the year until tots. And then if you do all of those objectives, you get yourself a Mickey Mount, Mason Mount, 89 rated player for Chelsea, of course. So that was a lot there. Um, James, uh, how are you going to be engaging with this promo? Are you going to do any of these cards interest you? Um, What do you think about the concept of this promo in general, I guess? Well, straight away, I'm a big fan of objective players actually playing the game, you know, instead of like grinding the menus. Of course, that's good, uh, but this is like a new thing that EA introduced over the last few years, really. So it's fairly new that just by playing the game, you can actually uh, get better players instead of just doing SBCs to get a better player and so on. So I'll certainly, I'll certainly do it. It looks like a fun promo, but like we we discussed uh, beforehand, uh, it's just like you know the Premier League, which is fantastic. But it would be nice to have, um, like maybe alongside that, like maybe the top four leagues or the top five leagues, just for mix, because you know. Great, it's fantastic, brilliant, but some people might not have a Premier League team and so on and so forth. But then another side of the coin, uh, it gives you the opportunity, you know, fair enough, you don't have a Premier League team. So change it up then and uh, try new players and have a Premier League team. So hand in hand, you know, it is, it is pretty good. Uh, and also, like you said there, it isn't much of a grind. Like, for example, uh, for the new Luis Diaz, I believe it's score a finesse shot uh, in five separate matches. Um, so in the community, uh, I believe that's one of the easiest things to do. Uh, but another side of the coin, from my point of view, 
uh, because because I because I play uh, with my feet, as you can imagine, there's some things that are a wee bit tricky and some things mm. I cannot do at all. Uh, now, just I couldn't do a finesse shot at all in FIFA. I, I played maybe 15 years of FIFA where I, I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. Uh, but over the last few years, I've I really I've really really tried because as as FIFA evolves and the finesse shots getting more and more powerful, then you know I would just I need to adapt, you know, and, and change. So instead of just oh I can't do that, no, there's no such word as can't. You try. So I'll certainly uh, I changed up my style. I did maybe changed some buttons, and I can do it a little bit but it's still very very tricky however a promo like this and that objective is a challenge for me you know maybe some people might take a few games to get this done it might take me longer so it's a challenge and I like to rise to a challenge so uh, I'm a big big fan of you know just gameplay um, or gameplay based uh, objective players definitely mm. Oh, yeah, definitely. And it's like you said, it's definitely uh, something different, right? Instead of just menu grinding, grinding for fodder and then doing an SBC, if you know people would rather grind the game for it, you know, that's what the game is there for. It's to be played, right? So um, yeah, what about certainly. you, Kevin? Um, yeah. Any of these players on this play to style objective intrigue you or and what do you think about this kind of concept in general? I mean, I, obviously, I'm going to like Luis Diaz. He looks cool. It's Luis Diaz. He, the card looks cool. And, yeah, I, I'm a big Panini guy. We're going to we're gonna collect all these guys and keep them in the club forever. Throw the 86s in as fodder and keep the 88s forever. Um, one thing that I thought was really cool is, like, uh, the fact that, oh, you get, like, these specific objectives. It's going to keep me engaged throughout the week. Every day as these cards come, I'm going to be like, oh, like, uh, what's the objective today? Going to go grind squad battles or div rivals, you know, and get this done, right? And... That's that's cool. I need. I mean, I think anything that engages us is very cool. And then what, one thing actually that you were saying, James, I thought was super interesting. I really liked your mindset there. You're talking about, oh, there's no such thing as I can't do this. I'm just going to learn how to do it and things like that. So um, I, I can imagine finesse shots would be very difficult. So uh, I just yeah. want to ask real quick. I know this is going way off topic, but is, are there any other like things mechanically that are that you've had to work on? Just out of curiosity, I want to hear like maybe some skill moves that um, you've been able to well, I don't want to give away my secrets. I might right. match you in the uh, food <laughs> champs, Kevin. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> no, and I and I most. And a more uh, serious note, uh, yes, there is a few things, because if you want to understand how I play and things like that, you know, please, by all means, uh, check out my Twitch, guys, uh, Talando77, and give it a watch, and you, you'll see uh, an intriguing gameplay and uniqueness, really, because the, the way I play is I actually play in a bed, um, because uh, divots, uh, there's wee divots in your mattress that if you hold, if you have the controller in a mm. like an angle, uh, what I do is I push the triggers in. So for example, I change the buttons. So I've got R1. I use PES buttons, of course. Yeah. Uh, I believe that's called alternate, and then I use R1 to sprint. And I change R2 swap uh, swap with L2. So L2 is my finesse button. So what I do is, and it's all about timing, you need to do this absolutely spot on, is when I'm at uh, edge of the box, I'll need to quickly push the controller in my bed and then shoot. 
So I push it in an angle with the L2, and you're probably thinking, God, that, that sounds complicated. Definitely is, but I've, I don't want to sound arrogant, but I've mastered it. If I can get elite division, uh, and if I can get 14 wins in foot jumps. Uh, so the other things, to give away my secrets, unfortunately, Kevin, is I cannot, and I know I said can't, and there's no such word as can't, but there needs to be a sense of reality in this. Uh, I, I struggle to do lofty through passes. I cannot do it. Mm. I've tried my best at it, but I, you'll never see me do um, a lofty through pass at all. Oh. Uh, and also, I believe uh, I struggle. Um, I struggle to uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Press. I struggle to press a lot. Um, so what I've what I've done is changed my style to be like type passive thing where I cut the passing lanes and I use a lot of a uh, contained player like, mm. so for example I'll get the computer to press you and then when the computer's pressing you I'll manually cut off the passing lane so, uh, and it's actually pretty OP like, especially for the cutback if, I, if I'm getting the AI to press you and then I'm cutting off the passing lane then you've got no option to go back the way you know um, so there's, there's things that at the moment um it's it's a struggle, but I'll certainly keep trying. You know, God God loves a trier, so I'll, I'll certainly keep trying. Yeah, that is really cool. So we know for a couple of things there. We know for sure you're not a rat because you're not spamming the lofted through balls. So, uh, <laughs> that's right. So yeah. And no, that's that's just awesome, man. I love it. I mean, yeah, there's things I'm always trying to work on. And you, like you said, um, not to you said as you said, you definitely have mastered it, man. I think anyone that can get in the foot champs has mastered this game, in my opinion. It is not easy to qualify for foot champs. You're playing ten games against uber sweats, the super nerds of FIFA. All of us are in there, and you guys are winning enough games to qualify in that. So that's awesome, man. So uh, thank, thank you, you for and like you said, you thank you very much. And like you said, you got uh, ten and zero. That's absolutely brilliant, and I, I can, I'll, I'll never get to it. Well, I haven't got ten and zero in uh, foot champs playoffs, but I've certainly got nine and one. I yeah. won nine games with my feet in champs playoffs, and only lost one game. One game I lost. Oh, so that in itself is is really good. That is incredible. Yeah, and then uh, I like your tip as well, the defensive tip that you said. Uh, you where you said you have uh, you have a teammate containing and then you back off and cover the passing lane. This is exactly how I defend a lot of the time, especially on the cutback. When people are out wide, I always do this. I saw, I was watching someone streaming um, like a night, one or two nights ago, and I saw that they conceded a cutback goal. And I was thinking in my head, oh, if you just use the second man to go and contain the guy on the ball and you dropped off, you would have covered the passing lane. So um, yeah, great exactly. tip. Great tip. So Thank yeah, def- definitely go check out Talando's stream so you can see that in action. So. But yeah, um, actually, back to the actual point, Martin. If you could share some of your thoughts, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I think um, it's. I think it's probably the first time that we've had a promo in which there are only players from a certain league that are featured, right? So this is a Premier League exclusive promo, or maybe they'll release more players during the week. I don't know, but. Um, Luis Diaz is one of my favorite players in real life. So, of course, I already did the the SBC, I think, as John said. An, an 83-rated squad is uh, very, very um, cheap. Uh, and although, yeah, fodder seems to be rising um, as we speak, it, it's, it's, it's a very good price for such a card with uh, for which the upgrades are good 
and easy to obtain. So I was actually looking a little bit deeper into the upgraded version of DS, who not only has an amazing um, dynamic pick, as our friend Swayback called him, Jurgen Diaz. <laughs> um, if you give him a, if if you give uh, Diaz the the upgraded version a dead eye, he looks like a really really good striker, and you'll be looking at his uh, shooting stats and say, oh, but his shooting stats are, are are very low, and that's because his volleys and his penalties are low. But other than that, if you give him a dead eye, he has 95 positioning, 94 finishing, 99 shot power, and 92 long shots. Um, along along that, uh, he has a 92 composure and 92 reactions, 92 agility, and 92 balance. So with a lean body type, he looks like an amazing striker, and I'm very excited to use him. Uh, I think... Given the structure of the promo uh, and the fact that so far all of the cards are Premier League, um, you can go ahead and build yourself a new squad if you want at the end of the week um, with with all the players that are coming out. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to give it a go. I think the concept is very well thought by EA. Um, I, as as James already said, I I enjoy doing objectives, and uh, this being an objective uh, focused promo is is very good. I think it freshens up things a bit and um, allows you to you know do some new things uh, besides the the usual uh, foot champs and cups and whatever. You can do these objectives and have some fun. So I'm happy. Yeah. And like you said, it's freshening things up. It's like kind of similar concepts we have, but, you know, putting a whole different twist on it, like doing the SBC for dirt cheap and then getting an upgrade from, you know, just playing the game really and very casually, uh, especially with this Luis Diaz one. Um, I, I hope like maybe for like, the Ederson one, we don't have to like score goals with a goalkeeper or something, but as long as they're kind of within the line of what we're doing with Luis Diaz here, um, I'm liking it. Yeah, I like it too. I just, I just think it's, uh, I just hope fodder doesn't become too expensive, you know, with people not opening packs right now and the amount of upgrade SPCs that are available. I don't know if people fodder is going to become too unattainable. I think 85s were already selling for 15K right now, which is crazy. Um, I just sold an 84 for like 8K, I think. So that, that's insane. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I guess, uh, um, so speaking of fodder going up, hopefully you guys bought some because, you know, then you'll, you'll make some coins. But I want to ask you guys, since the reason for that is probably a lack of people opening packs anyways, um, Mm-hmm. What are you guys doing this week? Like, are you guys saving your packs? Are you guys going to rip them? I mean, I was going to save mine. I actually have like a stack of like a few packs I did from the cup, from playing the cup. And then, um, yeah, so I'm thinking I just cracked them now because I saw Cruyff came today and now, now I just want to open them, man. I mean, what are you guys doing? Uh, James, how about you, man? It's it's a double-edged sword at the moment, you know, with nothing uh, being in packs. But I do believe uh, icons are in packs all year long. Is that right? Mm-hmm. So, 
Yeah, yeah, could yeah. get Prime so, Croy in our packs. Huh? Yeah, well, <laughs> it could be a possibility, you know, of, of an icon. Yeah. Uh, with me, you know, being a, a content creator uh, for streaming, I actually done a, a bunch of uh, seventy-eight pluses just just in the slim hope that there was a best of, yeah. uh, like they done in the, the last promo. Uh, but of course there isn't. Uh, and then with uh, SBCs, uh, you know, upgrades and so on and so forth. I, I um, personally, I, I might just uh, rip open the 78 plus packs, uh, open some of my packs because I saved the elite rewards this season, all the season uh, packs. So I, I saved them and maybe like uh, possibly just rip them open and use them as like a recycle and get better packs, like use it as like a substitute if you like mm. uh, and use your fodder get the better packs and save the better packs and what I mean by that with better packs like your 83 times so on and so forth, your upgrade packs and things like that and just like for example with the 83 plus uh, upgrades you could you could keep them for example for a uh, foot birthday for the next promo because it is only what, there is two segments uh, but I believe there's, it's gold commons, 11 and 11 rares so you could open like some packs that your seven eight pluses get fodder for that for the cheap um low low level cards and just do like a substitute. I don't know if that's the right play or not. Uh, but I'll, I'll certainly do that. And then of course it comes to the fact of my pack addiction, like we all do. <laughs> you know <laughs> that you've got the packs there and you you can't open them. You know, um. So there's there's that as well. Uh, but I'm intrigued to know what you guys are going to do. Um, I'm gonna save my packs. I've got some good packs saved up for foot birthday, but yeah, I, I wasn't expecting them to drop uh, the mid Cruyff SBC today, which is really tempting. And it's a player that I really like using in FIFA. And I think uh, I'm most certainly gonna do the SBC. I just don't know if I'm gonna start right away or if I'm gonna wait for a bit. But my plan of action is just um, save up my packs as much as possible and uh, do BPM. You know, I think this is the time uh, where opening bronze packs and doing the bronze upgrades, the silver upgrades to get the gold commons is going to pay out the most. So if you have the time and you have the patience, I would uh, certainly recommend doing that. Um, I think you can craft some very very good packs and uh, upgrades from that and who knows maybe do the SBCs that are going to come out this week or maybe just get a head start on Cruyff uh, whatever uh, upgrade SBCs that uh, if, if they release a new icon SBC I don't know you can do that so I think if you want to engage uh, in, the, in the menus doing BPM is going to be um, a very good option for you yeah yeah i agree i think i'm going to even get into some bpm because yeah martin like you said they have those bronze and silver upgrade packs still out that uh give you the extra um silvers and common golds so um great way to get into that and then they also have the 83 double i actually just did it with dupes it looks like there's going to be 20 a day you can do and for that you just have to submit a i think a full gold squad and then a full gold rare squad and i think that's really cool for a chance at a 83 double you know that's you know 
a ton of fodder you're going to bring into your club. You can probably get Cruyff done for cheap. Uh, any of the icons out that we have the 89 plus World Cup or Prime Icon Pack that you can do three times. Um, I think I'm going to be able to do that now, even because I was didn't have anything um, after the last few SBCs I did, and now after all of this, after probably doing all of these play to style upgrades and all of that good stuff, I should be able to do all three of those. Um, I'll probably won't do Cruyff myself. I've I got an embarrassment of riches at strikers already. I have that World Cup Eusebio, and I feel like that they're kind of similar. You know, uh, I don't really – I'm not a big skiller, so I wouldn't really utilize the five-star skills, but I can certainly see like someone like Kevin uh, getting the full um, beastiness out of Cruyff uh, that he brings to the table. And, yeah, I've already uh, started ripping my packs as soon as it was leaked that these guys were going to be coming out as SBCs, and I had no fodder. Um, uh, I, I just went ahead and ripped things. And I think, uh, Kevin and I have talked about it before on one of his streams. Maybe I feel like fodder, the f- wait for fodder is better when there's no specials in packs. And I, that theory just, uh, was more ingrained in me this week when I did silver beast yesterday and I got a Casemiro, a Trent, uh, I think I got a Tiago and then I got an inform 83, and two other 83s in my rare mega pack. So that was <laughs> insanely good for a rare mega pack. And um, yeah, I, I'm just ripping and ripping and ripping. And I'll probably start saving packs more towards the end of the week for foot birthday as we get closer to that. But then also we are getting foot birthday swaps. And you know we're going to be getting like 84 times 20s, 85 by 10s, all that good stuff. So I'm sure I'll do one of those uh, during foot birthday as well. But um, yeah, what about you, Kevin? Have you made any definitive decisions yet or want, on what you're doing this week? Um, yeah, BPM sounds great. Like I like Martin's suggestion of BPM. So I'm going to, I don't know, like I'm going to go hard, man. I'm going to, um, I'm, I think I'm going to rip my packs. Like I have that stack and I think I'm going to rip into them, man. Cause I saved a few and I was ready for a foot birthday. And like, to be honest, like, even if I pack one, it's probably going to be like a 20 K guy anyways. So <laughs> I mean, because if I managed to, if I managed throughout the entirety of foot birthday to get the only thing I accomplished was getting um, Johan Cruyff done, like that's the only thing I got done, I would be pretty pleased with that. I mm-hmm. made a huge improvement to my team. Yeah. So, so maybe I just use this week as that opportunity. I have some packs, I'll get it started, and maybe by hopefully by the end of the week I'll have them, and then I can just uh, you know start the grind all over again for foot birthday. You know, start from scratch with zero packs in the store, right? And that, that's fine, too. And then if I've been doing BPM, my, cl- my club should be stocked. I should have maybe even some of those upgrade packs like you're mentioning, James, like that I could upgrade to. You know, maybe I get some of those done as well and hold on to them. So yeah, I think that's my plan. I, I don't I originally wasn't going to plan to play at all. So I've seen a lot of people in uh, the community are saying like they don't like this promo and that it looks kind of a dud and that this doesn't challenge the power curve. And I see their point. It doesn't it doesn't challenge the power curve at all. But. I would say that this is, I mean, it's getting me to engage. I'm interested. I want to check it out. So I will actually be on the game this week grinding. So that's, uh, yeah, I'm not sure exactly how, but I know I'm going to get uh, have the upgraded Diaz in my team at some point, uh, at least in my club, if not in my team. Same with the the Ox, same with um, all these other guys there. So, I mean, yeah, it's going to be a, a week of ripping packs for me and trying to acquire more for sure. Yeah, I think lots of good squad building options, right? And I, it's yet to be seen. Maybe we get some different type of SBC players. Maybe we get SBC players that already have the upgrade or something, or we get some mo- player moments, uh, more icon SBCs or whatever. And then also, foot birthday, like we are mentioning, is just around the corner. 
we know there's going to be probably three, four, five player SBCs we're going to be wanting to do during that time. I know I always want to do at least at least three to five of them personally. Um, that players that'll get into your main team. So um, you know, if you don't want to engage with all of these SPCs, you can certainly get your fodder stacked up and be ready for what's next. So um, I think there's something in this for everyone, um, yeah. even if you aren't interested in the players, like Kevin's saying. Um, but yeah, I guess that'll. Uh, if, if there's nothing else we want to talk about this uh, gameplay, um, I know I've tried out some different things this week. Like we've said, I think a bunch of us have used different players and stuff like that. So, um, and I think um, Martine and James were talking on Twitter, maybe uh, about uh, James. Your four two four, I believe, is it? So, um, yeah, yeah, what things right. are you doing in gameplay? What kind of formations, tactics? What What are you doing in the game right now that you're uh, having success with? Well, I'm having huge success uh, with the four two four. That was the formation I got fourteen wins uh, in foot champs for three. I didn't just do it the once. I done it three weeks in a row. Uh, I'm used, to, but usually uh, every single week I get eleven wins uh, in foot champs. And the beauty of it is, you know, with I'll tell you a wee secret about uh, the best formation in the game is the one that you're comfortable with. That's mm. it. It doesn't exactly. matter if a, if a pro player gets 20-0 in this magical 4-3-2-1. If you can't play it, then it's just not for you. Um, and also as well, every formation that I do is if you can take some things from it. Because if I, if I look at a formation, I'm not going to just copy and paste. I'm going to take the opinion on board. I'm going to suit my ta- I'm going to do the tactics. But if, if something doesn't suit me, then I'll tweak it. Um, to suit myself. So with that being said, I, I use fa- fast build-up and forward runs. It might not be for everyone. You know, every tactic on the internet is balance, balance, direct passing, balance, balance, direct passing. With everything <laughs> that you see, you know. And it's also yeah. because these pros have balance, balance, direct passing. The pros want uh, the formation as balanced as possible. It's because they're very, very good at triggering runs. Extremely good. And that's why it's so effective for them. They don't want uh, getting behind or on their because they're that good at the game that they will uh, they will tell uh, the players where to run and the timing of that run. A lot of people forget that uh, that these guys mm-hmm. do that with with me. You know, playing with my feet. That's another thing that I forgot to mention, Kevin. Uh, but some might say maybe I didn't tell you just in case we're matching champs. And a serious note is that it's very very hard to trigger runs. So that's why I use the fast build up, uh, mm. fast build build up and forward runs. So it suits me. Uh, also with the four two four, I have a width of forty seven. Uh, what I like to do is if I've got a wide formation, I set the width a wee bit narrower. If I've got a, a narrow formation, I set it a wee bit, uh, the width a wee bit more, just to compensate for that that formation and keep it you know as balanced as possible. Uh, also with the fullbacks. Um, I don't really, I'm not a big fan of the fullbacks uh, bombing up and down. Uh, I'm very conservative in that way, uh, that I like my fullbacks to stay back while attacking. However, if I'm if I'm feeling a wee bit wild, that on the day I might put it to overlap, you know, or stay back while attacking overlap. <laughs> uh, my, one of my CMs, I'll have stay back while attacking cover centre, and then just default in my other CM, and I'll just have cover centre. Um, the strikers, um, you could really there's there's a couple of ways you could do the strikers. I have them stay forward 
both stay centered, get him behind. But if you feel the strikers are are not connected with the team, you could always have the strikers on combating defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, not because you want to be defensive, not at all, uh, because the way the AI moves, like with me playing with my feet, I'll have like if you like. I know the game mechanics inside out. So if you have combating defence, not that you want to be defensive, it's because on the counter-attack, instead of them being disjointed from the team, they'll come a wee bit back, maybe in the halfway line, for example, or a wee bit above that. And then when you've got that counter-attack, boom, you've got that one, you pass it to your full-back, then pass it to your winger. Sorry, you pass it to the other striker, the other striker passes it, and before you know it, you're in you're in with the, the counter-attack. And then I have my left winger on default and I have my right uh, winger on getting behind. The reason being is I attack a lot and I build up down the right. I like to do a lot of crosses down the right and I like my left-hand side to you know finish it off, if you like. And then when I'm on the left-hand side, I would like some runners on the right-hand side to either do the through passes and do on and so forth. Now, also as well, uh, with the fast build-up and forward runs, you'll get a lot of players, you know, running and and making their runs. I don't always pick them. Like I, you can play slow with the formation. The bottom line is is that you give the opponent something to worry about. That should be your main aim in FIFA is to give your opponent something to worry about. So, say for example, that striker's making the get in behind. Your opponent, if he's good, is going to track that runner. Therefore. Because your opponent, uh, because your strikers ran up so much and your centre-backs covering them, you've got a lot of space in the midfield. So therefore, mm-hmm. your centre-mid is, is open, you know, if you like, for if you do finesses or you do that Travella, then it's open. Whereas me, I'll have the centre-back to maybe like pass to the left striker, boom, it's a goal. Uh, but, you know, every, every play style is different. And if you want a more, you know, in-depth, uh, look at these tactics. I do have it on my YouTube, uh, just youtube.com forward slash Talando77, uh, and you'll get, you know, the all of the information uh, required. But right now, you know, the 4244 uh, does, does suit me uh, and my needs, uh, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, there's also other formations that I like as well and uh, that you'll see on my stream that I use. Like probably this weekend, I'll have a go at the 4321 and see how it pans out because the four two four is is very very good, but it's it's like sometimes you you want a different you want a different way to build up you know for example the four two four you would have a triangle with your full back your centre mid and your right wing at all times, uh, you know so it's just you're always building up the same way so I like to you know change it up and maybe just freshen up. Uh, the gameplay um for yourself but yeah it's it's suit my knees right now and it's it's very very good but you know never forget uh the best formation in the game is the best the formation that you're comfortable with you know no that's that's incredible advice because we see people in our discord all the time uh on twitter all the time like what is what's what's the main tactic what's meta right now like what's going to give me more wins you know why why aren't things working for me you know and if you're like you said, the best formation for you is the one that you feel most comfortable in and that you, you have the most success in. And, you know, all of us go through rough patches, right? You know, we're, we're all pretty good players here. Um, James, I'm kind of on your level 11, 14 wins. Kevin's a little bit above me. He gets 16. I think he got 18 wins last year. 
um, Martin's 11 win guy. Like we're all good players. Right. And we all go through rough patches. We're not pros. Like you said, the pros are like, they, they can pick and choose. They, they have their whole team on puppet strings, right? They can make a move however they want. And they're so perfectly skilled within the mechanics of the game. You know, they, like you said, they balance everything and then they can, you know, do their little puppet mastery with, with all their players. Right. So that's, that's fantastic advice. Um, yeah, I think that's great advice, James. I think most of us struggle from time to time. And the first thing we we think is, oh, I need to change my formation, change my team, and then maybe I'll get better. But I think just working on the basic things, uh, you know, not abuse, uh, abusing the sprint button, you know, making safe passes, uh, don't overuse the through balls, all that can just lead to better results. And if you use, if you, if you change tactics and formations, like you say, to freshen things up and to try new things, then it's, it's, it's great. Yeah, I certainly agree. And just what you said there, uh, Martin, about not holding the sprint button, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't agree with you more. That's a lot of things that players do. Like, you don't need to hold in. Like, for example, see when I first started playing FIFA, I couldn't sprint. I, mm. I couldn't sprint at all. But I was still good. I was still beating people, which sounds crazy. But I was. But then I learned over time how to do the sprint button. Like, if a lot of people just abuse it but you need the best control you have of that player is if you don't sprint but a lot of people don't realize that that you need to and also as well the most important thing in fifa as well is the first touch especially FIFA. the first touch is everything like a lot of people complain about oh when i pass to that guy and his touch is absolutely terrible it's because as soon as you had that pass you've already put the sprint button in so the the touch is going to be heavy you know so it's always about the first touch and just when martin said that about sprint i couldn't stress enough that either it's don't always press sprint but i'll only see if there's no one in front of me and i'm on the i'm I'm ready to go down the wing, for example. If there's no player in front of me, I'll sprint 100%. But if there's any player in front of me, I'll I'll use a triangle and a triangle pass, not a through ball. What I mean is the triangle, for example, mm. full-back, mid, right wing, full-back, centre-back, right wing, or right-back, uh, sorry, uh, right wing, striker, centre-mid. They types of triangles I'll use, but I'll never ever sprint unless I, there's no one in front of me. So I just wanted to say uh, for our listeners, you know, that's that's another uh, massive thing what Martin just said about the, the sprint button and uh, not always ab- abusing that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, because I, I was talking with a um, good friend of the show and in our Discord, foot underscore AST, Andrew, and he was saying a lot of the times, like, um, I, I, he's like, I'm just letting go of sprint and letting everybody run on past me. Like I'm on the ball and like I let go of sprint and then the defenders take off and they run past me and they completely yeah. miss me. And it's so true. Like if you just take your time and it's hard, I know because I'm one of these people, my natural inclination is to hold sprint too. So this is something, you know, over the years of playing FIFA, you have to train yourself because when I start to get stressed, I'm starting to rush things and to rush things, I need to hold sprint. Right. So I think it's a, uh, you know, do your best to try and take yourself out of the moment and then kind of say like, Oh, like look at it. You know, when I watch someone else play, it's easier for me to say, oh, dude, you're sprinting too much. Come on, dude, let's let go sprint. And then, you know, try and try and look at it that way, right? Because when you see someone, you say, oh, 
you know, like you're making this mistake, you're making X mistake and Y mistake and Z mistake. And it's the exact same ones I'm making a lot of the time. So sometimes it does help also to go watch other people like James, who are good players play. And I know you mentioned that, you know, like pros, they play the game differently. So I would suggest, because um, someone asked me the other day, oh, like, uh, like you know, let me get your tactics. And I see your tactics. Do you get 20-0 in Weekend League? I say, I do not get 20-0 in Weekend League. But I would tell you, try not to get tactics off of those guys. Not because they're bad. They obviously know what they're doing. But because you want to improve off of someone maybe that's like around your level or just slightly better. Because chances are 99.99% of us will not be able to play the way the pros do. So um, it's helpful to watch people like James who are really good players that you can learn a lot of things from too. And people like maybe like myself or John, we're not perfect. We do a lot of things right. And there are things that we do wrong. And you'll see those. And maybe you can identify them for your own game. And you can also get things out of the tactics like from James that he mentioned. Like the comeback on, on defense on the strikers is something that I, I know that um, foot, I think foot coaching John uses this, um, friend of the show. And um, yeah, because it helps you in the buildup, right? And I use false nine on one of my strikers because once I get a couple passes off, they tend to drop deep and kind of connect in that same way, like you mentioned. So really cool and a good tip. So thank you very much for that, man. Yeah, no problem. And it's also uh, mindset, you know. There's only two things in a game of FIFA. You either win or you learn. That's mm. as simple as that. True. I like that one. I like that one. Yeah, just, just like, I guess, sports in general, right? If you, you win and then, or if you lose, you take, what you get from that game and you try to yeah. improve on it next game. But yeah, I also like that um, comeback on the strikers because it does give you that outlet. And like you're saying, if you are playing fast buildup and forward runs, especially your players can get so far up the pitch before, like, especially if your opponent's pressing you, your guys can get so far up the pitch. You don't really have the passing options there. And then um, I played a four triple two recently and I had one of my strikers instead of on false nine on comeback on defense and, he kind of played in that false nine role in that way. But yeah, I think that's a great tip as well for people listening. Um, but yeah, for me personally, I guess this week I'm, I tried out the Inception 4231. Um, so, like James says, I think I know I get enjoyment from trying out new players, but also like you do need to change up things gameplay wise for you to keep the game fresh and fun. And trying out new formations, I think, is a great way to do that too. Um, but like you said, if you're enjoying the game and having success with it, you know, don't like keep doing what you're doing, but, um, yeah, just having fun, trying new stuff out. Um, I, I am, I am actually having trouble letting go of the sprint button this week because, um, I've been doing it with my lamb and ram because I, I see like there's some open space there and I hit sprint and then I run into a fullback. So I need to, I'm still kind of getting used to the formation, but I'm having a lot of fun and success with it. Um, if anybody wants to talk about that after the pod or whatever, hit me up on Twitter and I'd be glad to elaborate on it. But um, that's some fun things that I'm doing this week. Um, I don't know, Kevin, Martin, uh, James, any of you guys do anything funky or fresh this week? Honestly, I've been doing pretty much the same tactically. And I, I don't know if you guys want to try different things. I would say um, if you guys if there are any skill moves you want to if you guys want to learn five star skills, there's one. This card is coming this week. The McGeady card. We saw a leak for McGeady card. <laughs> So you should learn his, his skill move. It's very effective. You know, and then if you want to learn to cancel it, even better. It's like a drag back. So I, that's enough <laughs> of my McGee spin cancel propaganda. But how about you guys, man? Anything anything new for you guys uh, this week you're trying? Maybe new formations? I did see a 3-4-2-1, but this is one used by pros. So I don't know. I, I'm going to probably give it a go anyways. But anything you guys are interested in? Uh, well, as our listeners are probably thinking right now, how on earth does this guy do skill moves? Uh, I can I can do skill moves uh, 100%. 
Ah, uh, but it is tricky. Uh, but in my personal opinion, uh, there's a there's a few um, that are the best skill moves that you can ever learn, and that is the ball roll, and that is also the stepovers. And I believe it's, and I, I'm really 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 sorry if I get this wrong, but there's a young guy. I think he's Norwegian. Um, and he's excellent at FIFA, and he only does uh, uh, reverse elastico, but uh, that's the only really main like, skill skill movie does. But then the other ones is the ball roll and the stepovers. So I'm really trying to imply that's what I need to do with my game is is do more skill moves to make myself uh, more um, you know unpredictable really. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably uh, try and do that, and then I'll just be streaming uh, this weekend. And if you guys want to see it, it's a uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Talando seventy seven. Uh, by all means, stop by and uh, say hello because um, I appreciate any viewership, uh, any more viewership that I can get. Um, you know, I would love to um, to build my channel as much as possible, because um, after all, you know, who on earth in the world uh, can play FIFA with their feet at such a high level? Um, you know, so because I'm not in Division Ten here, you know, I'm not in Division Six, Three, Two, One. I'm uh, elite, you know. Um, so I would love uh, for everyone to get involved, because we can all, uh, in my personal opinion, every day is a school day. You know, everyone can learn. I can learn off you guys. And you can lend off me, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I love that, man. And then, yeah, actually, uh, just to reference some of the skills you mentioned, because these ones are actually pretty fucking effective, so ignore me. I just really wanted to reference McGeady because he's coming this week. Uh, the ball <laughs> roll, the ball roll, and the step over. Those ones are fucking massive. And don't be shy to chain the ball roll. Sometimes I'll do two, like I'll hold left, like, you know, left on the right stick and then ball rolling. I'll do it twice just because a lot of the times we do the ball roll to adjust the angle on the pass, which I'd suggest you guys should do. It does sometimes give you that slight little angle to get a pass off through a window between two defenders or something. And don't be afraid to do it twice in a row. It might look stupid, but you need that extra little, like, five degrees to get off the pass. Go ahead, do it, man. I think it's uh, that's a great one. And then stepovers, too, are so fucking jammy. I know, Martin, you do it, and it just creates like a, it just creates a force field around you where it's hard to get the ball off the defender. So, yeah, that's a, that's a great one, man. Yeah, and they're so good-looking, the stepovers, just like in real life. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And, then, and then that reverse elastico, sorry, just one more thing. The reverse elastico, like you mentioned, if you do the L1 stop and hit a reverse elastico just like inside the box or around the edge of the box, a lot of times you can beat defenders pretty effectively and consistently, so that's that's a great one, man. I like that for sure. Yeah. Yeah, um, so did we want to get into questions? One or two here that we'll have time for maybe? Yeah, we did get one from XYZ from Nigeria, if you wanted to take that one. Yeah, man. Shout out to XYZ from Nigeria. I think I believe he just recently joined uh, the Discord, and I think Jandy and JP mentioned him, but he gave us a really nice message and said he loved the pod, and, 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 and we love you too. So uh, thank you for being part of our community. But yes, he does have a question. For your users new to FIFA, do you know when you're playing a bot – and he plays on old gen. He says, is it when you see a team with weird chem styles on wingers or defenders, or is there a way to identify? And yeah, I guess that could be a way, but, or it could just be somebody that doesn't know what they're doing. Um, <laughs> yeah. <I> guess, but <laughs> I don't know. And uh, I know in my experience, uh, there's the AI cheat where there's no like player indicator over someone's head. So, you know, yeah. you see like, a name or like a little arrow pointing down at somebody controlling the ball. Um, and that's when you know your opponent is 
like using a bot to play on ultimate uh, AI difficulty. So you're basically playing squad battles at that point. And then there's the invisible glitch. I mean, that's kind of self-explanatory. You see the team in front of you is invisible. Um, and I did try and play against one of these guys in uh, playoffs this week. I do not recommend it because it screwed my <laughs> it screwed my game up for the next like three games because uh, I was trying to play using the heat map down below because you can see the players on there, but you can't see them on the pitch. So that just really messed up my game. So just just kick the ball out and quit at zero zero and don't give them the satisfaction of a win. Um, yeah, are there any other uh, cheats or anything you guys know of that are out right now? Other than those two, nah, I have cro- crossplay off. It's suspicious yeah. when they pause and all of a sudden you get a loss in a DC. That is always a little suspicious, mm. but yeah. 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 It's hard to know if that's a thing they can do. I know I've seen people like on Twitter, like where they're, they have the glitch open or their hack yeah. open and then they click a few buttons with their mouse and then it says like your connection to your opponent's been lost. So I know it's a thing in there, but I don't know if it's just maybe my connection dropped out when I'm winning 7-0 um, and I still get the loss. But, um, you know, I don't know. In my opinion, I think EA just needs to cut off crossplay from PC to console users. I think that would solve a lot of things until they can figure things out with the hackers and all that stuff. That's what I would like to see done anyways. But, yeah, just uh, just unfortunate that we have that in the game because – I do like having crossplay on. I, I enjoy getting my easy wins against PlayStation users, right? <laughs> right Kevin? That's right, yeah. And, and, and Xbox supremacy. Yeah. I, I, oh, that's yeah. why I turned off crossplay because I started facing all those Xbox rats and I said, like, no way, I'm going to beat them. Bye bye. We're well and truly in the sewers on the Xbox, man. We are well in the rats. Master Splinter is oh, yeah. playing Master Splinter every game we can be. no yeah but i I wish that would happen because i mean it is unfortunate for the pc users but you know you got a few jerks that ruin stuff for everybody just like in real life and this is just one of those instances so um but yeah i think that'll wrap us up man uh james mr talando thank you for joining us man you were an incredible guest and i really enjoyed hearing your story i'm sure the guys did too and our listeners will as well um, so just thank you so much for joining us, man. And you're welcome back anytime, of course. And, uh, yeah, just let us know where, again, where we can find you on all your socials and that stuff. Yeah. Thanks very much. I really enjoyed myself. And again, thank you very much uh, for getting me on. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, really appreciate it. Um, so thank you very much, guys. Uh, you can find me on uh, Talando 77 on pretty much all socials. Uh, you know, you could say I missed a trick and I could have called myself Tonaldo, but it's t- Tolando <laughs> to- uh, uh, to- 77 uh, on all socials. And just you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, all of that good stuff. My TikToks as well, you can follow me on. It's just everything really, um, it's just Tolando 77. And nice. if you've got any well, questions, any questions at all, you know, uh, just at me on Twitter and, you know, any, anything at all, really, uh, I, I do not mind. Nice. Well, yeah, definitely appreciate that. And the streets will always know you now as Tolando. I'm going to I'm gonna have to say that. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. <laughs> yeah, th- thanks again for coming on. Um, Martin, what about you? Where can the people find you at, brother? Um, I'm on Twitter and at the Discord at Chopsui underscore FIFA. And yeah, I just wanted to say thank you 
to to Orlando again. Uh, we've been we've been interacting on Twitter for a bit, and he's a very very kind person and very open to answering questions. I know um, I, I had a few of those regarding the four two four. And yeah, thanks again, man. And I just want to wish you all the best going forward. Where can where can people find you, Kevin? Yeah, and then once again, thanks again so much, James. You're welcome back anytime. Of course, brother, you've made things a lot of fun. It's always it's always fun when we get like really good friends on here and we just get to like shoot the shit and giggle together. <laughs> Actually, right? <laughs> it's tons of fun, man. So yeah, um, you can find me over at Kevin K nine three LFC. You can find me on Twitter, on Twitch. I'll be streaming today after this. You know, opening up my packs, getting Cruyff going. And Ooh. I'm definitely going to come hang out with Talando at some time in his stream for sure. So you can find me in the chat at some point in his stream as well. Oh, also follow at your FIFA podcast. That is our podcast Twitter. And in the bio, you can find the link to our Discord in our link tree, which is in the bio. We'll have a link to um, the other hosts as well from the midweek episode, JND and JP as well. How yes. are you, John? Yes, yes. Thank you, Kevin. I was going to mention the pod stuff as well. So, yes, follow us on Twitter, join the Discord. We love talking to you guys. I think that's what makes, you know, again, this this game much more fun is just having friends and, and your brothers to talk FIFA with because your wife and your girlfriends don't want to hear it or, or your <laughs> boyfriends or whoever, you know. Um, but, yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Twitch, uh, John Bridges 34 I uh, don't know if I'll be streaming this weekend, and if I'm not, I'm definitely watching James and Kevin, so um, go check them out for sure. Uh, but just remember, guys, when this silly game gets you down and frustrated, you know, like we're like we're talking about here. I think James and Kevin mentioned it. Don't don't be watching pros to fix your game. Watch watch one of us. Uh, you know, watch watch somebody that's close to your skill level, maybe a little bit better than you, and uh, pick up those things and add them to your game as you see fit. And uh, just remember, guys, it ain't nothing but a foot thing, baby. Take care. <laughs> Peace. Bye bye.